Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, friends. I'm Shen. And I'm Lei. And welcome back to the Wildly Nap podcast. <laughs> welcome. Lay is pulling her hair out right now. I know. I'm excited. It's, a, it's funny because, I mean, when we first started this podcast journey, it was like, we don't care. We don't care what we look like. We record like hobos. Remember Troll Swag? Which those sweaters yeah. come out. <laughs> and now it's because, like, you know, we just want to get so much content to you guys. Uh, we're like, okay, let's do some video stuff too. So the pressure is on, like it was, it was a struggle to get myself looking the way that I look right now, but, (laughs) um, it's, it's all good. It's all good. How are you doing? Um, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to say I was feeling quite optimistic at the beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the weather's getting warmer. Um, you know, the sun's out and I thought the pandemic would be, or at least not the pandemic, but the stay at home order. I thought it was coming to an end. (laughs) So I was like, yes, I can finally get my toes done. I can step out in some sandals. (laughs) And then friends, we are back on lockdown for another two weeks stuck inside. And I actually have no comment. I've been complaining about this for a while, so I have nothing else to say about that. I'm just pretty pissed off. Girl, same. <laughs> same. The clap. No, I um, I hear you. Like, I, I feel the same way. I'm tired. I, I thought we would be over by now. We're not over now. And yeah, it sucks. So it's, it's unfortunate. And, you know, I'm still trust. I'm finding opportunities to be grateful. Like, I, I, I have started... Um, uh, what did I read the other day? Instead of saying things are challenges or problems, start calling them opportunities. Like what's the opportunity? Is the opportunity to learn more about this or do more? So I'm just like, maybe there's an opportunity here and here somewhere. And then I also saw a meme the other day that said the same thing. Like, I'm going to stop calling things problems, start calling them opportunities. And she's like, so I have a major drinking opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, girl, me and you both. Um, major drinking opportunity here. Anyways, friends. Um, we're so excited. Like there is someone that is joining us for our amazing boss mom May. And, you know, we have been watching and following and liking and loving and learning from this woman. So it's like, wow, Mm. she's here. She's here, friends. Um, we have Toronto Shea here. Thank you so much for having me guys. Um, yeah, no, thank you. It's like, much like you, uh, it's been a very interesting year and a half. 
<laughs> so um, opportunities like this to get to like connect to different people and see new faces, I'm all for it. I love that. <laughs> we had um, the lovely ladies from Shop Moscato Pink on the other day and they were like, this is like the most fun I've had in forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, is this like the new girls night? Cause wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know like that's what it is it, it's a tough. Friday well spent honestly oh that's... man but let us know today how are you doing how are you feeling how's your week um the week has been you know it's been good it's been very very busy at work um busy is good though yeah. um yeah I've slowed down a little bit on the Toronto Shea stuff um so that I can focus a little bit more on the Kensington Gray stuff we have a new employee starting on Monday so we're super excited about that Tamika excited for you to start um and uh you know we're just sort of like preparing so like in the influencer world uh things start get super busy in the fall um so we're just sort of like trying to like shore up like our business and like really prepare ourselves for um when things start to get like super busy around like August, um, July, August, when like the opportunities for the fall start coming in, but we're, but we're busy is good. So like, there are no complaints there whatsoever. That's awesome. And that's surprising. I don't know why I thought like, I don't know. I thought for influencers, like summer would be huge, but it's interesting that it's fall. It's very similar. It mirrors the same, um, it's like the like consumerism. So like back to school. Yeah. Okay, you know, fair enough. Fall reset, holiday is like yeah. crazy busy. Things slow down around January, February, then spring, like Mother's Day, Father's Day, ah. outdoor entertaining, it's super busy. And then I would say the slowest time of the year would probably be July and August. So Um, yes I would say July August and January are probably the slowest times of the year and then it's pretty crazy the like the rest of the year year round but um like our talent like they're very they're all kind of like in different categories um Mm. so there are different like times of year that are busier for others versus not so like we have like a uh, an LG, uh, an lesbian couple that's based in LA and Pride Month is like super, it's big. Ah, yes. They're going to be doing like a ton of stuff like in June. Um, and then we have a bunch of fashion girls on our roster. So there's going to be like some July, like summer kind of like sales and things like that. And then we have like nine moms on our rosters. So back oh, moms. Yes, <laughs> lots of moms. We're heavy on the mom um, tip. And we've got lots of moms. So back to school and just like that fall time is like super crazy busy. And like, there's literally from September through to the end of the year, it's like, go, 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 go. go. I would, I would even say from like August through right through to like January 1st, it's like, it's crazy. So yeah, we're, (laughs) we're trying to get prepared and ready for that time. I love that. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, personally, I'm like buying things. I have nowhere to go. (laughs) Just like wishful thinking and just like hoping that, you know, like I'll have somewhere to wear it. I'm trying to like um, update and like um, sprucing up my backyard because we'll be spending a lot of time back Mm -hmm. there because that's the only real like outdoor that we have apart from like, you know, grocery runs and and um yeah runs to like shoppers drug mart but um, <laughs> yeah, I, just, 
I honestly, I just, life. I'm just hopeful. I, this is the first year that I, well, this past 18 months that like, I have not like really traveled or done anything. Like I usually, um, a lot of our clients and our talent are based in New York. So I go to New York three, four five times a year. And then I try to go somewhere like internationally as well, at least once a year. So having not been able to travel or go anywhere, do anything, it's just been like stifling in many ways. And I've gained the COVID-19 too. I want to just be able to go out and work out. Like, like do a, like a outdoor boot camp. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With all the online Zoom class, like I just, yeah. I like, I, I mean, I could and I can, but I just don't want to. So yeah. um, I'm trying to, I've gone for a couple of runs but maybe I'll like try to run a little bit. I've been drinking juice, which has been good. I've, I got a subscription, um, the greenhouse juice. Um, I don't know if you see the, their juices in like the grocery yeah. store. They're actually yeah. really, really good. Are they? Yeah, they are very, very good. And like the ginger shots, those are on point. Mm. So I've been um, drinking those mm-hmm. um, regularly and trying to like add them to a meal, replace a meal with them, like no real- oh, wow. Like, like structure regimen to it because they're actually just really good um and I don't have a scale but I know I've slimmed down and I fit into things that I didn't fit into before by sort of introducing that into my diet and like having like a juice instead of like you know having like a bag of chips or whatever but I'm still just I'm not moving enough so (laughs) my body is totally changed I just can't I just need to like I want to go out and just hear you it's hard the zoom things are cool like but I feel like I just think that we're just zoomed out like I think I think so many of us are on zoom for work we're on like you know with our friendships I mean you know Shen and I are now on zoom for the podcast I can't even imagine then like now having to plug in log on again for a workout I can't like I I I have to draw the line somewhere like I just feel like (laughs) like this is no this is not happening I'd rather just let me let me see where I can store this new weight let me where where can I where can I tack it and tuck it because until it opens up again Mm -hmm. because yeah it's just exhausting um but you know it is it is what it is and again in spite of it all we're so happy that you're here because who knows perhaps (laughs) if the world was opened up listen you'd be somewhere you'd be somewhere too far to do this (laughs) you know what all of us to sort of slow down yeah Uh, Mm don't I think at one point in the pandemic now I think people just because they are a little bit frustrated it might not necessarily be the case but I feel like we were more productive and we were getting more done like a lot of things didn't have to get done in person a lot of things absolutely instead of like meetings um we've saved a lot of like time like commuting and stuff like that from community commuting etc etc so um I feel like even though it's been a year and everything's been online, um, it's like in terms of like just growth personally and professionally, I feel like it's like three or four years worth yeah. of growth, you know, just in that respect. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Me too. Yeah, I can agree I to agree. that. We definitely have like up the ante with our, our podcast. Oh, for sure. Oh, we have absolutely. access to so much more, re- so much more resources yeah. and yeah. that has really propelled our entire insight on what this podcast is and where it's going. So yeah, yeah. I could definitely say that is um, a pro to this pandemic for sure. 
Yeah. Tons Love that. that. It's the same with us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try and find it wherever I can, wherever I can find the silver lining. Friends. Okay. So friends, this is the best time of the episode. It's where we get to nominate incredible women, um, yes. moms who we just absolutely adore. And again, yes. given the circumstances, I can't imagine that there isn't a mom out there who deserves flowers. Um, so please continue to nominate bomb moms either by, you know, DMing us on Instagram or, you know, on our website, you can send it there. You can send it via email, but just keep sending them our way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go first and I'm going to nominate someone who I've nominated before. We're so going I'm actually going to nominate my aunt. So I've nominated her before. Oh. She is a incredible author. She's like an Amazon bestseller. And she also uh, has had like a life like I can't even imagine like she's lived like 40 lives where um, she was born like with a congenital heart defect I believe she had heart surgery like open heart surgery like days after being born she's had a total of nine heart surgeries over her lifetime and wow. she's had like brain like a brain surgery as well she had two got into two accidents and had to have like a spinal something replaced like it's it's endless like it is endless what this woman has been through um, was advised and pretty much like the, the doctor pretty much forbade her um, from having children. And she was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. And, um, you know, he was, and this is like 28 years ago when, you know, the resources and the, the, the understanding of bed rest and all that stuff wasn't even that grand. So choosing to have kids then was audacious. And, you know, she made it through that, survived that. And of course, like, you know, has gone on to be such an incredible mom and an inspiring person. Um, now like sharing with the world about chronic illness. And unfortunately, two weeks ago, she was diagnosed with COVID and, you know, we didn't think too much of it. We were concerned, of course, because we know that she has like health conditions, Um, but we just know that what she's capable of. And we were like, you're going to beat this. Um, And she was doing well. And then she had a bit of a regression and then had to be hospitalized. And then we had quite a big scare with her being on a ventilator and all these other like scary stuff. However, by God's grace. Uh, she's mm-hmm. doing so much better. They're going to remove the ventilator tomorrow. So they're taking her off that. Oh, God. And uh, today she yes. did, did like a family Zoom call and she was like like clapping. She was smiling. She was like, she was responding as much as she could considering she's a ventilator in her mouth. So anyways, she's just incredible. Like she's literally one of, if not the most incredible person I've ever met, I've ever known. And I can't believe that she's related to me. I'm like, wow, that kind of like superhuman blood runs through my veins. <laughs> so, um, you know, suffice to say that I can't wait for her to come out and write her third book because I mean, it's only going to be better than the other two, of but course. I've already changed lives. Um, so yeah, Angie, uh, you are definitely my bomb mom nom. I'm excited for when this airs I and mean, I'm praying that you're going to be out by then. So you'll get to see yourself tagged and you'll be excited. Um, but even if you're not, you better be listening to this and share with all the nurses. Let's go viral in Kingston. <laughs> Let's be a big thing in the hospital. I'm kidding. But um, I love you so much. And you are definitely without a shadow of doubt, a bomb mom. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to hear that, man. I know. I, I was mean- so worried. <laughs> I've been like, yeah, blowing up your uh, WhatsApp with voice notes, but I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful to Shannon, to all my other friends who've been praying and because COVID is scary, right? Like, and I think regardless of where you are on the spectrum, whether you're like, I don't believe it, this vaccine, that vaccine. The reality is that people are dying. People People are losing their lives. People are losing family members. And I feel like nothing hits you. Like it doesn't hit you until it hits you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just doesn't. And, it, and it's such a rippling effect, right? Like I think yeah. outside of 
being afraid for my aunt, it was not being able to console my cousin. Like that mm-hmm. was the hardest part, like showing up to her front door because she had COVID and having, she's crying in her house. I'm crying on the lawn. And all we can do is look at each other and talk to each other from between the screen door. It's insane. Like it was just insane. So I am so empathetic to anybody who's experiencing that or has experienced that. And I'm just like lifting you all up in, in, in my thoughts and my prayers because COVID is a, a nightmare. We bitch about like the freaking lockdown and all that other shit, but real talk, like it, it's, it's awful for way more reasons other than the lockdown, like that's yeah. the least in the grand scheme of things. So yeah. that's my bomb mom nom. Um, I am going to nominate, and she was nominated before during our first season. Um, you nominate her late. I'm going to nominate Chantel Dubois, the Woo! transformation queen <laughs> from Chantel Dubois Fitness. Wow. I wanted to nominate her because uh, this week I was on Instagram and I saw a post that she made a really transparent, mm. real ass mom post mm-hmm. about her having this amazing fitness empire yeah. and just having a baby and struggling to get back into her mom body and showing like, this is where I'm at. And mm-hmm. my body is saying, uh-uh, sis. You ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) No girl. And she just really shared her struggles and, and the thought process and her emotions that were involved with trying to get her body back, but giving herself grace. And I just thought that it was such an important post for her to do, um, especially with the business that she's in and how much she has supported moms and, to show her clients that was, I was just like I felt that so much mm-hmm. because my child is two and a half years old and this has become more of a struggle than ever yeah <laughs> and I feel like it's you're not gonna get through it until you like a mentally mentally and emotionally get through it so mm-hmm. I thought I love that post and I just had to shout her out for that because that was so right. really helpful yeah really I saw helpful. it she's amazing Chantel is incredible yeah. like she's Chantal is so insane. Like she's done something similar before without a baby where she's like, people keep saying like, they're calling bullshit on my posts and on my um, weight loss regime. She's like, so I'm going to show you how true this is. This girl went out and gained 70 pounds. She ate crappy food and gained weight. Imagine like her body was snatched. She already had like a, like, you know, roster of incredible looking people. And she's like, I'm going to gain weight. And she got like, her stomach was huge. Like she got so big and she's like, and now I'm going to lose it with my clients. I'm like, no, you're like, this is too much. It's too much. Like, <laughs> She's just amazing. Unbelievable. That's scary. That's, but that's kind of bomb at the same time. Yeah. Right? It was amazing. Oh so, so well-deserved. Yes. Definitely. I love that. Um, I'm going to nominate my sister. Um, she, her Instagram handle is at blackest, B-L-A-C-K-E-S-S. Um, she, COVID-19 like impacted her, like had a huge impact on her and that she worked in like the dental, she was a dental assistant um, and the dental office that she was in ended up basically laying everybody off and she was had worked there for like 11 years and wow. so she and then you know brought people back sort of intermittently but not nothing was you know um kind of like consistent so she had to like do a whole career change so 
she has decided that she wanted to become an influencer. So she's hmm. like doing like, you know, and she's also 40 plus. She has two children, um, a son who is going to be 20 in uh august and a daughter who is going to be turning 16. so like she's about to be you know a few years away from being like an empty nester (laughs) restarting her whole life she uh was scared but you know took my advice took advice from you know people that she trusted and she's like really like doing the damn thing so I'm just like really really proud of her just being able to like reinvent herself and just also not like having imposter syndrome and Mm. and thinking like that it's too late to start like she's starting everything fresh again and she's 42 years old but she looks fly and she's just like doing her thing and I'm just I'm super I'm very very proud of her and, and happy for her. That's so amazing. You have all right to be proud of her. You all you also have all right to be enamored by her because it's like 40 where. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm scrolling on this Instagram and I'm like, with that body, are you joking? With that body, with that, with that face, with those features, with those calves. It's like, and I get it. I hate when people say that because when I say 40 where, it's like, well, 40's not old, right? Um, but she just looks incredible. She looks unbelievable. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, she's doing like, she's doing really, really well. I'm so, so very, so very proud of her. I think it's so dope when people seize the opportunity whenever the hell they feel like it. Yeah. I think there's yeah. something that people will do that. Like I really, cause I feel like I, you know, sometimes worry the same, like Shen and I are like, oh no, we feel always feel like freaking hamsters on a hamster wheel. Like, all right, is this too late? Is <laughs> the podcast and uh, like, we're just like worried that things aren't going or like, like it's too, like we're missing the boat. And it's just like, just allow things to happen when they're supposed to happen. Because when they happen organically, it's, mm-hmm. if it's meant to be, it'll take off, it'll thrive, it'll be successful, right? Um, it's like that quote says, like when you're in your lane, there's no traffic. Yeah. So I see that, like, I can see, like, I can't believe that she only recently started her like influencer journey, but yeah, her page is so beautifully curated. Less than a year. Um, she started like around, um, I would say the summer of like 2020. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. wow. Um, so let's get in to the episode. That was a very long intro this time, but you know, it was worth it. Four minutes in. <laughs> so let's do it. I, we just are here to celebrate mo- boss moms. Yeah. And what makes us even more excited is that we're able to celebrate a boss mom from our city. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. always great. <laughs> People always try to reach out to uh, people in the states or yeah. but we love to send love to people from where we're from so I would love for you to just share with your, our listeners the tidbit story of how you were able to quit your nine to five and open a business okay so okay I'm gonna take it back like 10 years ago Ooh. when I quit 
I did. I quit my had a nine to five. I quit that nine to five and, um, and was out on my own and started a business, but like in less than a year, like I would say mm-hmm. within nine months, I would like had run out of money and had to like run back to like work and get like, find a job. Oh, wow. Um, but at the time I was just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm not built for this like entrepreneurial life. Like I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, and so I was like, I, I, I miss work. I also didn't like working from home. I like, I miss like being in an office, seeing people too. So in a way I was just like, you know what, I'm ready for this. Like, let me just go back to work. Um, but all of like the mistakes that I made and like all of like the, um, like not failing the first time, like helped me to prepare the second time. So the first time that I left my job, I had like maybe like one month salary in the bank as my cushion, which was nowhere near enough. Um, no clients really lined up just like a hope and a prayer. (laughs) And, um, I didn't really have like much of a plan. I just figured, you know, it's going to work out. Like I'm bomb, like I'm fly, like I can do this. <laughs> I was just, you know, just youthful indiscretion. And, and then also too, financially, like my finances were not in order. My credit was like a mess. And like my, I just wasn't, I just didn't have a plan. So mm-hmm. I ended up having to like go back to work. So I always said to myself, like, if I was going to like start a business, like I was going to make sure like I knew the ins and the outs. I was going to make sure like I was like set up and like I had clients, I had like money in the bank, um, like, you know, several months of salary. So I can like, you know, had time to like sort of figure things out, like, and I had set up a strategy and a plan. So that's essentially what I did. So I um, had um, a company called, it was like an event planning company called What Women Want, where I would do events and tickets for the events. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the events were very successful. So I would like do an event and I would make like 20, $25,000 off of the event. Awesome. But then I would make, you know, $20,000 or $30,000 that one month and then not make any money for like months after that. And like, that when I would make that, you know, large lump sum amount of money, I would spend like I was making that much money. Oh, yeah. So um, I had like, you know, I had to learn things about like cash flow and stuff like that. So I, um, you know, made the decision to not do events anymore and to go back to work. But I realized like, from what I learned in um, you know, doing the events and doing what we want was that I loved marketing. I loved advertising. Like I loved um, connecting with people. So um, my previous nine to five, I worked in finance. So I was like, I want to go into like marketing and advertising. So I found a job in marketing and advertising and I ended up like loving it. Mm. And it was like totally for me. Um, I was working in advertising sales where it was like a commission-based job. So like the more, the harder you worked, the more money you made. So like, that was like music to my ears. So I was literally like putting in like 12, 18 hour days. Wow. And um, I was making more money than I had like ever imagined that I could make. So, um, so I went from making like $60,000 a year to like triple that. And by in doing that, I was able to like pay off all my debt. I was able to save, you know, get my, you know, credit situation in order and, you know, buy a house. I also met my husband. Um, We ended up getting married. And, um, and a few years later, we um, had my daughter Kensington. So that was like, 
like a six that happened over like six, seven years. And um, during that time, I was like thinking to myself, okay, I've been in this job for a while. I've been doing well. I like, you know, I'm, we're, we're no worries, like financially, et cetera. I, but I think like I'm getting that entrepreneurial itch again. Like, I feel like I want to do my own thing again. I, I feel like I'm like bringing in like money and making money, like, but it's like for somebody else. Like, I feel like if I yeah close these like six figure and separate second seven figure deals um at my day job like I can close six figure and seven figure deals for myself so um so that's what I decided to do I was like I'm gonna get back into the influencer game things have changed like tremendously since the last time I you know had a blog etc all these new apps were around like Instagram Mm -hmm. etc I started a group of other with other black influencers and we uh, shared information and learned um, from each other and we grew together. And um, I grew my following, um, my knowledge um, that I had from working in advertising. I applied that to like negotiating deals for myself. And within one year of me um, starting as an influencer, I was able to like replace my income of what I was wow. doing in my day job as an influencer. And, um, and so like, for me, it was like sort of like a no brainer because I had this job where I was doing well, I had like a six figure salary, but then I was making more than six figures as an influencer. So I was like, you know what, let me just like, I'll do both for a little while, bank that money. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like take that and I'm going to go out on my own. And mm-hmm. during that time, the Facebook group that I created with with black influencers, where we were like learning from each other, sharing information, etc. I was informally um, managing and pitching people, um, Mm -hmm. within that group. And a few Mm -hmm. of them asked me if I could manage them. And I was like, you know what, let me like, give it a try. Like, let's see how it goes. (laughs) So I started to like, just manage them. And, um, I was, it was going well, we were closing like huge, you know, deals with huge, you know, household name brands. And it got to the point where I was like, so busy, I couldn't keep up. So I asked my husband, Sean, like, like I showed him the numbers, like, you know, like Mm -hmm. set out the plan. And I was like, I think that like, like we could do this. Like, do you want to join me? Cause he also had a background in advertising and media. So he was like, okay, like, let's do this. So he like does like the operations, the finance, the invoicing, the contracts, et cetera. And he also does like the pitching in the beginning. We both did like a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And for the first year, it was just the two of us. And, um, in, and then we hired our first employee um, in March of 2020, like just before wow. the pandemic. And then um, things, then the pandemic hit, we were not sure like what to do. I, you know what, I'm sorry, I've segued. So I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. So what I did was I kind of used my job as a education source. Like I, I learned, mm. like I took resources from my job to like yeah. um, learn how to be it, like how to be a good boss, um, how to negotiate mm-hmm. deals and stuff like that for my clients, how to like pitch. I learned all of that and I applied that like, and I knew that that was going to be my strategy for like when I had my own business. And then I sort of started my business as a side hustle and banked all of the money that I was making from my side hustle so that when it was time for me to go like I had like 
a year's salary in the bank. Like it was because I was literally making doing wow full time jobs. Yeah. So um, so I what there was no worry about like a where's my next dollar gonna come from or anything like that. So I like I financially I was in a really really good place. I had no debt. The only debt that I had we had was you know our mortgage. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I thought, went into it very confidently knowing that, like, even if I didn't make a dollar for a full year that I was, I was going to be okay. Good. Um, so that was how I made the decision to leave my job, which was the complete opposite of like what I did, you know, the first time around. And I've like, I've blogged about it. I have a blog post about it. Um, and I also have a blog post about like how I got out of debt and like, you know, um, uh, and my financial journey as well. Um, because, you know, that's, that also plays a part in, um, you know, a woman's ability to go out on her own and be successful. Like you need to get your money right first. And my money was not right. So <laughs> I, I made sure that I, I got, I got it together financially, um, so that I could have the confidence to go out there and kill it. Damn. <laughs> I just, I know I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm so impressed by the confidence to go out there and kill it. Like. In, yeah, again, because, because I, I think mean, a lot of people would have been like, man, that was what I wanted and it didn't work out. And maybe that that's not for me, or maybe you would have gone back to that, but to go back to kind of reinvent yourself and, and pivot and do something else. Like that's really courageous and smart because it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were like, yeah, you need to bring back what women want, but I knew like I had been there, done that. And at the time, that whole concept of like shopping events and like while sipping cocktails, like that was like, like new and innovative at back then, like back mm. in 2006, 2007, 2008. But now that's just like an expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it was, that was that, that concept had its time. And um, now um, yeah, I just, I wanted to do something different. I literally didn't know what it was like a year before I started like the agency. I had no, I, if somebody said, oh, you're going to have your own like influencer agency, like I would have been like, really? Like how? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, but I will say, and this has happened to, to within every single new venture that I've ever started is listen to your heart, like follow your inter- intuition because it will, it will take you where you need to be. Mm. So when the, like, when, like, the universe will tell you or, or whatever it is that you believe in, like the, like your higher power or God, it will guide you in the, the, the place that you want to be and listen to people. Like, what are people coming to you for? People were coming to me for like negotiating deals and, um, and for advice on like advertising and like, you know, how to like grow on in social media, et cetera. So I knew that, that, that I had, that there was an opportunity there for sure. So, so yeah. Mm. I love that. I love how you decided to use, failure as a I wouldn't I don't want to say failure but um roadblocks use Mm -hmm. your roadblocks as a way to propel yourself into the direction where you were supposed to go and where you're supposed to be and you're able to build tools out of um what people would say was failure Mm -hmm. and um I think that's really good I feel I am a firm believer in um, falling down a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I like to get scuffed up because that's when I get my best lessons. That's when I learn the most mm-hmm. is when I'm failing, making mistakes, because now I know where to look. Now I know what I need to learn. Yeah. And then that's where I find the beauty in the situation. That's when I usually grow the most is when I'm making like the worst mistakes ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
absolutely and it makes you a better person and like I don't have any problems with the word failure like that's fine like I just make sure like I fail forward yes you know turn yeah turn those like failures or those roadblocks into like opportunities and don't let them like get me down so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I would I would love to hear what it's like to work with your partner (laughs) don't do it <laughs> because because there's no how do you turn it off like that's always my thing like hard how do I turn it off like I, I I'm not I, I'm, I'm gonna give you an opportunity don't worry I'm gonna give full reign but I'm just thinking about the things that I talk to like with Leon about like sometimes we'll be just like on the couch talking about crypto or whatever and then we go upstairs to the bed and I'm like you know what so he's like he's like nah no crypto like no crypto talk in the bed like let's just let's just relax and let's like call like let's just settle down and that's just like that's that's that, that's not even professional. It's just like you know, it's it's entrepreneurial, if you will. Um, but he just really wants that space to be like, like let's just not bring it here because we just want to relax. So yeah, I'm so. How do you turn that off? Curious, like how do you turn it off? It's hard to. It's very hard to separate the two because it's like our life. It's and mm-hmm. it's over our life. Um, <laughs> but it's funny how you talk. How you mentioned crypto. Um, but like we talk about stuff like that, like stuff in the news, like Elon Musk was like on Saturday Night Live and you know, um, Sean, he had bought a bunch of Dogecoin and, you know, we were talking about things like Dogecoin. We actually been talking this last year, just because with all the social justice issues, a lot of our conversations, you know, were about social justice Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, how we were going to like broach those subjects with um, Kensington, mm-hmm. um, with other family members, friends, just what was happening in the news. Um, the latest, you know, we were talking about, you know, what's happening in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Just, just, we talk about, you know, like news current events that we've been talking a lot about Doug Ford and like this lockdown mm-hmm. and just like, mm-hmm like what it means for our employees like what it means just for our life in general mm-hmm. um in the very beginning I would say the first year like it was super difficult for us to talk about anything other than work just because it literally dominated everything and we were still like in a startup phase we still are technically in a start in startup phase now but it was it was overwhelming and to the point where like we were like okay we need like help to like make to like you know separate the two so we um we're in therapy like we're not in therapy like right now but like we have a therapist that we go to like to talk about like you know the issues that we have the challenges like with separating work and um and like our lives but another thing too we already knew what it was like to work with each other so he worked um I we both worked at um Rogers Media oh at one point he was my boss. Um, so I've been on, worked with him on his team and had to like, and we lived together and like would go into work. And it was oh. like, and it, he, it was um, it, not that it happened like coincidentally. He, I started working at, at Rogers and he was working at Bell in like a similar department. Oh, okay. um, and then a job opportunity came up at Rogers and I was like, 
dude, like you should like work here. Like you should get, take the job. And so he took the job and it was in a totally different department. Mm -hmm. Then another opportunity came up in my department. I was like, you need to go for this job. Like (laughs) and he took that job. So then we were working in the same department and we had both ended up staying there for like 10 years. So during the course of that time um, with, you know, in movements in his career and promotions and stuff that he got, he ended up being my boss at one point. So <laughs> um, he had, and that was like awkward uh, at times because people knew that we were, well, we were at dating and then engaged and we were married. And at one point, like we actually broke up for like nine months. Oh, wow. We, wow. We broken up and at the, like at work. That, Are you that reporting to him? During the breakup, I was not reporting to him. Oh, that was thank God. Yeah. <laughs> that was like messy. Yeah. yeah. It was actually a very like amicable breakup. Like it wasn't like there was no animosity or whatever. And we mm-hmm. saw each other like at, at work, or whatever. And it was super cool. Um, but then we ended up getting back together. So um, I actually forgot about that until just now. Um, <laughs> it's like, such a, like, I just think, you know, we've been together for 11 years. Uh-huh. Um, and I forget about all of that, um, like the, how we got to where we are today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is, um, so we had, we had experience working together previously, but there was separation because we like worked at the same company and it's like, yeah. a huge company. like there's thousands of people that work there and it's like, yeah, different divisions and stuff. And like, we weren't seated like right by each other or, any, yeah. or anything, um, but we did have that, that's kind of always been kind of part of, we've always worked in the same industry and at some points for the same company. So we had experience with that, but with working at the same company, being on lockdown and everything, it was really, really tough. So like we, um, we got a therapist to us to like work through some of the issues and stuff and the challenges that we were having. And we did it on zoom prior to, um, prior to the lockdown um we were going in person and it was actually super helpful like the mm-hmm. the um the tools that she gave us like were super helpful like we just you know went did exercises in empathy and trying to like understand where the other person's coming from mm-hmm. and um and just just like different like exercises that just that force you to like slow down and to yeah. try to like, understand the other person and um, you know, have a common goal and, and work jointly towards that. So, yeah. I'm like, so pro counseling. Like I'm like crazy yeah. for therapy. I'm obsessed. I love it. Like, I think I always say like therapy is like, people think that therapy is like the hospital, but I think of therapy, like the spa, like mm. you don't have to go to therapy when you're sick, but you go to yeah. therapy, like to rejuvenate, to like, you know, to just get like, to revitalize yourself. And that's, I love that. that's your- so true. Like, it's like, I my know. relationship's not sick. Like it's not dying. It's not dead. My relationship yeah. is good, but I want it to be even better. And I'm just going to like, you know, give yeah. it a facial. <laughs> and I mean, even if it is sick, like girl, like relationships. Go it's through- true. That too. And if, and if, and if there are problems, like in the relationship, like I just, I don't think that it, that helps or benefits anybody to like cover that up or to like yeah. pretend like 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 me personally and also Sean too like we've made a commitment like we will fight for our relationship we will fight to stay mm-hmm. together regardless of what like regardless of what happens like I am committed to you you are committed to me and we are going to do whatever we can to like get through this and make it through 
whatever situation that we're in. So, you know, no relationship is 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 perfect. And the and I the pandemic was like tough on so many marriages. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Girl. Yoga, got back together, divorced, bun out, done forever, like everything. Bun out. Finished. Yes. <laughs> one right out like we've seen a lot like yeah happen um during this time so um we feel very grateful that we you know like each other we love each yeah. other yeah and um and we're committed to each other um but that doesn't mean that like we're perfect or oh yeah like fight or anything like that because like of course like yeah it's I don't I just don't believe in like in 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 that I I believe in being very open and honest about like the good and the um the bad because I think there's just a lot of people like sort of suffering in silence or Mm -hmm. feeling the need to like Mm -hmm. say that their relationship is like something that it's not or yeah especially in social media Ooh, the 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 mess and the the smoke and mirrors it's just there's a lot of it absolutely it's shocking when you really discover it. but I love that I love I love that the commitment you don't hear that a lot especially nowadays that no. people when people get married you'd think that they're just boyfriend and girlfriend nowadays because they'd be just be divorcing for the smallest reason yeah. I don't like that you don't put the lid on the toothpaste it's over <laughs> <laughs> no it's true so that it's 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 true like you have to be transparent because then you also um help set the narrative that uh, marriage is not a fairy tale no you're going to have to learn to adjust to someone you didn't grow up with okay with different values different traditions different Mm -hmm. habits Uh and that takes a while Mm -hmm. to get accustomed to and even if you love the person to death you're gonna Mm -hmm. go through it yeah yeah so let's hope you like them at least exactly (laughs) let's hope (laughs) you have to I agree I I love it I'm I mean like as you were describing it I'm like that's literally like this podcast like this podcast lives and thrives and breathes in an authentic place it's like we're not because that's why we you know we designed it so that we were going to be so unfiltered and so honest and authentic about motherhood because that journey is hard as shit and it's it's hard on a marriage like it is mm-hmm. it really it takes a toll on your marriage and you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. And then you throw in like a pandemic, you throw in job loss, you throw in all of these other things. And it's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And you know, but I, I agree with you. It's like, I, I love that you say that to each other. And I think that that's something mm-hmm. that I'm actually going to take and steal, to be honest, which is this idea of like, really like looking at each other and saying it, like, not just like, believing it but saying to each other like we are committed to doing whatever it takes to make this work like I'm committed you're committed and we're going to do it I think that that could make a world of a difference for not only like myself but I think for other um, couples who are listening also so even thank you for dropping that mantra because that's really powerful well I have a silly question for you (laughs) since you're such a busy woman word on the street is that you love reality tv and over here at this podcast we love trash tv love, love it. it it's our me it's a favorite like the best thing to do on our me time yeah so we want to know what is your favorite thing to do um when you want to take some me time and also what is your favorite reality tv show mm. oh my god there's so many late <laughs> so i do love reality tv i like my hey you subscription is like the real MVP. <laughs> um i I watch all of the Housewives series. Every single one? 
every right now am I watching every single one because there's I've I took a hiatus on a few of them like like um I didn't watch Jersey for a while okay and, um Dallas I don't watch the season. I don't like that one I always, I always watch the reunion just to like see what happens <laughs> that's like me and Potomac um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah everything else like like New York LA sorry Beverly Hills um Potomac Atlanta um I watch yeah I watch them all I watch them all Johannesburg it was like when I first discovered those shows it was like a coming of age it was like it was that time when I was like broke um that's like broke at home and like I didn't have nothing better to do and like these shows on Bravo like were like on TV and I started like just like getting into them um so yeah that's so I it reminds so I feel like I've kind of like grown up with a lot of the ladies like so I (laughs) (laughs) um or became like a woman um with a lot of them yeah Um, (laughs) that's cute there's a show that I recently got into called Made in Chelsea um it's like in it's it's like a UK show okay that one's good um Mm. it's just like you know different like random stuff I kind of prefer reality tv to like some of like the dramas because the dramas like it's just like that stuff seems fake to me where the reality yeah Yeah. so imagine that right (laughs) so you didn't drop any TLC does that mean you're like not into 90 day fiance or any of that stuff no I I heard so much about 90 day fiance I can't I haven't been able to get into it like I've seen probably maybe one or two episodes but but yeah they're pretty long each episode is like an hour and a half (laughs) so yeah it is but it's just shocking like I watched it the first time I watched it I just couldn't stop because I didn't think it was real I was like this is unbelievable (laughs) there's no way any of these people are being tricked like they don't know I live for it. They don't know. It's yeah, it's very addicting. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll get into that. Like (laughs) definitely. I recommend that and married at first sight. I love relationship reality TV. I don't know why. Yeah, you do. I really, really do. I even like it like couples counseling or whatever. Like, say, I don't know. I just love all of that. I just love the relationship stuff because I think, I don't know, maybe it's like I like I like learning. So I think like the idea that they have psychologists on and they have therapists on, it's like, oh, yeah. like I didn't even think about that. So I'm like learning and being entertained. So it's like, yeah, it be beneficial. But I, yeah. I liked, I've watched season one of, I watched season one of Married at First Sight and I watched, um, uh, what was the one with where the black girl and the white guy ended up together? What is that? Uh, oh, the, not the circle. What's it called again? Oh, uh, we know. I love them. They're, they have the same last name as me. The Hamiltons. What's the name? Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Me neither. Blind. Something. Love is blind. Love is yeah, blind. Yeah, there we go. Yes. That yeah. one was really good, though. That one that was, was really that good. That was really good. And it was like the timing couldn't have been better. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right the, at the beginning. The pandemic, everyone was at home. So like literally the whole world. Yeah. yeah. And we were all emotionally invested. So like I watched her go from like having like 2000 followers to 2 million followers now. Like it's like, wow. I think either hosting or do like, there's the circle she's, or sorry, she's doing, she's involved in some other like television show production. Wow. 
Yeah. That's pretty cool. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She was definitely like Miss Congeniality of that show. Like you yeah. could not like immediately you're like, yup. Nope. Love I don't know. What, what, was it the second date where he started crying and I was crying? I'm like, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> We're crying now. I'm invested <laughs> in this. It was really good to watch because it was like true love. Like, yeah. I so, you know, listen, we know that it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a balancing act with, with kids and with your partner and it's a lot, like it's a whole lot, but I feel like, you know, you now being a business owner and having this incredible like business on like that you started. And I remember, yeah, I think it was last year, either last year or this year, might've been this year when you were celebrating it's one year anniversary where you posted um, how proud you were to create this business um, that has primarily women of color as employees and, you know, that really services the community and it's something that you can be proud of and is named after your daughter so affectionately. Um, so it's just a beautiful thing that you've built and it's so awesome mm-hmm. and inspiring. So we'd Thanks. love if you could fill in the following sentence uh, with a hopeful message for other mompreneurs who are listening. So if I say to you, dear boss moms, don't, how would you finish that sentence? Doubt yourself. Yeah, don't doubt yourself because whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Oh, so true. Mm-hmm. I love that. Jeez, I like it because it puts all the power in my hands. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. That's a word for me. I know. <laughs> That's a word for, for us sure. all. Yeah. Yeah, just like believe in yourself because like there's like this one like quote that it was, I think went viral on Twitter at one point. Like there are people that are a lot less qualified than you like making all kinds of money and they are extremely successful um doing what you could be doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the the, the only difference is that they did it so like (laughs) i didn't so you just just start just do it amen i love that Mm -hmm. i love that that's and friends that's a common theme we're hearing from these boss ladies yeah just just do it can't doubt yourself absolutely i love that and there's lots of reasons too. And it's not to say that, of course, you can't be afraid, but like, don't let yeah. fear stop you, right? Like, do it scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it scared. I, I just did it scared. I did it anyway. Well, that's a true testament. Um, <laughs> so we definitely won't keep you any too much longer because I mean, we know obviously the Kensington's like, oh, where's my mom? <laughs> this is my time. Um, but for all of our listeners who are inspired and want to continue to like watch you and follow your journey, if they for some chance do not know where to find you, where can they find you to um, support you? You can find me at Toronto Shea um, and then you can find, and then there's links to all of like the pages, like so Kensington Gray's page is linked out there and so is um, Canadian Black Standard, which is like a not-for-profit that I co-founded with other women that helps with Black women in marketing. And you can like oh. slide into my DMs too. You can find me in my DMs. So, oh. Got the invitation, friends. Yeah. <laughs> Normally people don't invite you there, but you got the invitation into the DMs. Fabulous. This was so fun. Thank you so yes. much, guys. I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and sharing your story with us. We yeah. loved it. It's so inspiring. Um, well, with that being said, friends, before we hop on out of here, we just want to remind you guys to head over to our website 
where you can chat with us. Mm-hmm. One, two, you could check out our merch. And you can also send us your birth stories. We want to hear your stories, friends, so that we can post it and share it with other moms. Uh, Whether it's good, bad, traumatic, we love to hear it all. So (laughs) So we want it. (laughs) And also don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts where you can like, rate, and review this episode and the podcast in a whole. If you like what you're hearing, just head over and rate us. We'd love to hear your feedback, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. You could also, if you don't have any other streaming platform, friends, we are now uploading our podcast to YouTube. So just look for us at While They Not Podcast, mm-hmm. and we'll be streaming there. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, WTN Podcast, mm-hmm. as well as Pinterest. And Facebook. We be struggling <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> Come and see us struggle on the talk. <laughs> um but yes friends with that being said <laughs> nap time is over and we will see you guys on our next episode thank Goodbye. you friends bye hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.